Cousin Internet. It's me, Cousin Todd, with Mama's Comedy Show. And with me is Cousin Jason. Hello. And Cousin Ali. Hello. How are you? Oh, it's like wow. Jason. It sounds just like we, Jason. We switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, did you? Are you guys alive? I'm alive. Did uh, you survive the storm? Yeah. I mean, Dorian, yeah, 2019. I mean, we had a, one of those cat tubes roll from one side of our patio to the other, and it was, it was <laughs> scary. For How'd you deal with that? Just put it back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but can you really rebuild? Really <laughs> okay, can I tell you the the most dis- disappointing part of that was that yeah. we couldn't do the gentleman's challenge. Oh yeah, I know. I was I was excited when you posted. I was like, oh, yes, let oh yeah, no gentleman's challenge. What we need, what we really need in, is another hurricane to destroy lives in town, <laughs> so, so that, that we, we can, can do create comedy. comedy. <laughs> um, I was in New York City for the entire duration of the storm. Yeah, and and some. Yeah, and some, because <laughs> MCO would not open up. They're like, uh, the winds are at four miles an hour. We should probably yeah, keep this shut down. Yeah, what the fuck down. is going on? Dude, it because was crazy. when Irma fucking wrecked the town, everything was up and running the next day. Yes. Almost everything. <laughs> my, my show was canceled. I think, I think there were Our so show many, was canceled. I think there were so many vacation days that needed to be taken yeah. for MCO. They were like, all right, so we're taking another day? Uh, Aline needs to come back. Fuck that beaner. We're going to let him stay yeah. in New York. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you have vacation days or were you just out money? I'm out money. All right. Yeah. What's your Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we're going to start a, um, a GoFundMe mm-hmm. um, yeah. at um, MexiMan68. <laughs> 69 was taken? Yeah. I owe you one. Oh, uh, so yeah. The, the airports were all fucked up. I tried to order stuff through Amazon like four days ago and they were like, nothing is coming into Orlando till Monday. Yeah. I was like, "What, guys? This didn't hit us it, it, at all." Can I get my toothpaste? And they're like, "No, Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, <laughs> no, you don't need toothpaste. You're already clean and sanitary." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I honestly, if you're gonna be stuck in a place, New York City is the best place to be stuck. I got to see two Broadway shows. Yeah, it was amazing. What'd you see? I, I saw uh, my very first Broadway show. I've never been to a Broadway show. What was and it? And I saw "Come From Away," <laughs> which was. <laughs> No, which not was, a giggity which, moment. Yeah, which is not about Bukaki. It's not about. It's not about Bukaki, guys. Uh, well, then they should change the title because that's really <laughs> misleading. No, it's about. I want my money back. Not a single person came from far away <laughs> on anything. No, it's about um, when they shut down all the airports for nine eleven. Um, they rerouted all the. There was a. There's a. An airport in Canada yeah. or Canada. Um, that was like one of the largest airports ever because whenever they did transatlantic flights, they had to refuel. So they kept that one open to refuel. And then when they finally built planes that could last, it became obsolete. So they were almost, they were getting ready to close it. And then 9-11 happened and they rerouted all planes. And they were like, thank God. Yeah. Oh, jeez, <laughs> yeah. And so they rerouted all these planes. 36 planes landed there. And then they had to keep them there. So people were... Opening up their homes well, to strangers. Canada. And, yeah, super nice. And it's an amazing musical. So good, man. So well done. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. So, like, the crazy thing about that is it's set in a place with St. John in Newfoundland. Now, I'd heard about St. John yeah. in Newfoundland from my very first improv teacher, a guy called Ken Campbell, who's, who his first day of teaching me improv was just a general life lesson. Keep 
enough money in a shoebox under your bed for a return flight to St. John, Newfoundland. <laughs> because, and when you get there, go, go to... Uh, a ne- there's, a, there's a name of a, a bar that's like a five-minute drive from uh-huh. the airport. And he said, you'll arrive there about 7 p.m. in the evening, and by midnight, you'll have made more friends and yeah. good ones than you had made in your life up yeah. to the point of arriving in St. John, Newfoundland. And like, it was... It's like the center of improv for this like one yeah. little uh, segment of UK. How improv. disappointed are you going to be when you actually go there and it's like a <laughs> shithole? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you, can you imagine like you, 86 years old, and you're, you've got your little shoebox in your hand. <laughs> you get on the plane. <laughs> Megan's long dead. <laughs> you, you, you get on the plane you're, and you're like, I've wanted to do this my entire life. My, my wife, who I've loved for my life, right. is now gone. This is the one dream I can fulfill. And you get there, and it's like just a shitty titty bar. Um, (laughs) Hold on, time out. There's no such thing as a shitty titty bar. No, I've been to a shitty titty bar. Well, you don't like titties. Shitty titty. Bar with shitty titty. The bar is shitty. They're just dragging a little too low if it's shitty titty. The Boston Barrage. There is apparently a shop, a store in St. John, Newfoundland, which is based on a thing called phonetic poetry. Okay. It's run by uh, a guy called Ernie Finn and his wife. Uh, Bert. No, it's like, oh, uh, oh man, it's like, uh, like Nora Elizabeth Finn. Mm-hmm. And so they're both, so there's Ernie, Ernie Finn and Any Finn, and it's called Anything. Oh, my God. And it's the only sell things that follow that phonetic pattern. So they sell uh, knee braces because it's a knee thing. Uh, <laughs> They sell, uh, they sell like the uh, plushy lions because it's an an er thing. Uh, 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 Is this place still open? I don't, I don't know. But how can how how? Because there are there are are amazing businesses that are no longer a thing. But if you're like, yeah, 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 we sell knee braces because it's a knee thing, and (laughs) we are just rolling in money. Like that, can you imagine being the guy who's like, so I opened up a store uh, because I figured there were enough people who needed crutches, so I sell these crutch accessories. Like that's an actual thing that's helping people, and I couldn't stay open for six months. And this guy's like, yeah, I opened a store based on <laughs> stupid jokes about my name. <laughs> Nothing. There's no. I sell vibrators because it's a cunt thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes sense in the store, but yeah, people come in, sell the shit out of stuff. Because it's a shitty thing. Hey. So, yeah. Show was phenomenal. Yeah. And then I saw Betrayal. Um, wh- the first which is day. also not about Bugaki. No. <laughs> to your disappointment. <laughs> to my disappointment. Uh, which was the first day that my flight was canceled in New York. So, I got to see Betrayal. Um, and with uh, Loki and Daredevil. Is basically who was. Oh, yeah. In it, and this woman who shall remain nameless because no one knew her. Um but it's really good, like good theater, good stuff. He was fun- uh, Charlie Cox, I think, was phenomenal. Like he did a really good job. Loki. How did he make his way around the set? <laughs> I don't think he's really blind, Tom. What? So yeah. you're telling me that he took a job from a blind person to yeah. play that superhero? What yeah. What an asshole! Yeah. You supported him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I did. Wow. I did. I'm sorry. Me and Jimmy John. We're, That's why we're I didn't there. see Big Mama's house. Why? Because he took the part from a, a plus-size woman. <laughs> <laughs> Who had a house. Yeah. 
Yeah, Shame plus, on you, Martin plus, Lawrence. Plus size actress <laughs> who owns property is at home being like, I could have done that. <laughs> at what point, this is actually a for real um, question that I've, I've had. Working in the other, back when the show was Treasure Tavern that we did, mm -hmm. you played the role of loot yep. as a gay person. Yes, a good person. A good person. Uh, on the rare occasion that I would do that role, I would play him... Equally as effeminate, but I would play him straight, straight. because I part of me thought that that was funny. Which is, which is where you, you originated that at Sleuths, right? You did that yeah. as Michael? Yeah. Oh, I love that character. Um, but where is there a, a line? And this is the part that I, because I had problem playing the character that comedically mm -hmm. as gay when the joke is that he's gay. My, my personal struggle was... How is this different than me playing another race? And yeah, but well, okay. So you played a parody of, right. a, of a person who was very effeminate, right? But quote unquote was straight, right? Like you would play it was, um, you know, like my wife would go do this, and and I, that's how I would justify it. Right. I would justify it by maybe I'm a closeted gay and I'm trying too hard or southern, yeah, because that's really um, Chris Lee knows best. <laughs> that fucker's gay, yeah. Um, and then, like, I, I I used to think I was like, okay, no, it's not a, it's Michael, it's Corky in in um, waiting for Guffman, right? Very effeminate, and then until he says, "I shop for all my wife's clothes," yeah, and they're like, "Whoa, wait a second, what?" Yeah, so you were playing that role, so I didn't think it was yeah, it was just it was just always something that I was I was like, ah, is someone is someone gonna come at me and say, and here's and here's the difference. Like between, like as you you just went for it, and nobody ever questioned it when he when anyone was playing it, no one ever questioned it. Right. But just in my head, I was like, oh, but like if I was doing blackface, you know, at some point someone would say something. Oh yeah, so definitely. Someone would at some point someone would go, hey, um, wait a second. I don't think he just rubs my face and goes, wait a minute. <laughs> This comes right off. <laughs> well, we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's all about like who the who the victim is. It's not all gay people. Right. It's that that character. In in your case, it was the comedy comes from the fact that you are, you are like the comedy is that you are pretending to be something you're not. Right. And uh, you being Todd and and with Ali, it's like it's so big and so uh, over the top. It becomes a cartoon. Right. And uh, exactly. it's that character who. Does not exist. There is right. there, like, with the exception of maybe. Oh no, I know Liberace. Some. Yeah. yeah, with the way, like, like, with the way he was also costumed. Like, there really is. There was no one. Yeah. Like, well, no, no, no. My my character was based off Fernando, and uh, at Treasure Tavern. Yeah, the guy uh, who worked there. Like, <laughs> because he would go. Uh, what was the big character? Um, that's right. That's it. Ay dios. <laughs> that's it, papi. Ay dios. So then I. I created that character for loot. Mira que pasa, ay dios. And I would, I would walk up to two women who were there together, and I go, "Hey, do you ladies come together? Do you want to?" <laughs> My favorite was, I would so I just, I just wanna, I just wanna take you home, and I would tear you up. <laughs> <laughs> that used to kill me when you do shit like that. I would do the um. One of the dancers, uh, this beautiful girl, her, her her name was Amber. She was there talking to some guests, and I walked up to her while she was talking to the guests at her table, and I went, oh, no, it was Jade. Not that it matters to the story, but I, but, but I went, 
Jade, you left your Valtrex in my car. And then I turned to the people she was talking to and went, herpes medicine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of our fa- my favorite bits that we did was um, when you would, you would, we would be uh, in the middle of the show and we did the, um, yeah, it's like if you open up a can of a can of biscuits during the summer. Poof. I still do that for Brittany. And, and then you would go, you would go. It gets all slippery, it's sticky on your hands. And oh yeah, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I still you you made me laugh. So what, the joke is, and I still do the joke uh, when like Brittany, who's the 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 dancer, the the one that only one that I do this to because she is uber fit. Yeah, like she. It's obvious she's not this. She is uber yeah. uber fit. She's and her abs are showing, mm-hmm. and uh, she's wearing a corset. And the the, <laughs> the joke is, um, oh, she's she's beautiful. Everything from the legs up looks good. Everything from the shoulders up is good. But when she takes off that corset, it's a train wreck. And then I would go, Yeah, you ever open up a kind of biscuits during this? Poof. <laughs> and I go, like, yeah, and I'm like, that's not what I saw in the store. Now, now my <laughs> fingers are sticky for nothing. Um, I still do that joke. You made me laugh one night where, where you went, uh, looks like Google Maps. Oh, I, I was talking about what, what she looked like outside of the corset, and he goes, looks like Google Maps. <laughs> balled up homework. Balled up, oh, freaking um, Corey Holcomb, balled up homework. He was in town recently. I wanted to go. Oh, Corey your stomach Holcomb. looks like your stomach looks like balled up homework. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but the, here's again going to who's the victim is uh, a great example of, of um, as long as she doesn't act offended, and the audience clearly sees that this is a tiny dancing girl. The She's audience, your lo- tiny dancer. The audience looks at us like we're the idiots. Well, Jimmy Jimmy Carr wrote. Uh, he's an English comedian. If you don't know who he is, he wrote a book called The Naked Jape. I've mentioned it. On the I love Jimmy before. Carr. And he talks about like the fact how he, you know how he structures his quote unquote offensive jokes. Right, is that it's not about uh, so he'll he'll uh, tell jokes that could be interpreted misogynistically, mm-hmm. um, but he uh, the victim isn't women; it's him. It's not that right. You're not right. laughing because of the misogynist joke. You're laughing because he's not going to get laid talking like right. that. Right. And it was always the same with, with basically the character that you have yeah. throughout your entire life, Todd. Yeah, like, yeah. All the day, every day. Right. It's like <laughs> <laughs> the character, quote well, unquote. Like, he's not a bad. He's not a bad. He's not a douchebag. Like he's not. The, he's not the, like the dickhead you meet. Like it's a character. Right. I will say. I will say this from trying to train people into my role over there. Mm-hmm. I do ha- have an ability to get away with saying things. Yes. That that. If I said it in a bar to strangers, I would be murdered. Yeah. There have been many times that people have tried to do my shit. Yeah. Like when I was at City Walk or I was at Sleuths, and they're trying to do my jokes, and they end up getting, like, like negative guest complaints yeah. and stuff. I go, no, Ruben, our friend Ruben, yep. used to do stuff as Donkey. And then people would try to do the same stuff. He's like, no, he gets away with it. There's yeah. a way you could do it. Doug Bowser is one of the best people, the best example of that. Yeah. Especially here at Sleuths. He's done some stuff that I went, ooh, he's I a, pearls, He's amazingly he funny. It. He does it in a way it's that a you know he's, he's kidding. So people go, what the, f- oh my God. But then they go, that was funny. Yeah. And he gets away with it because 
Like, I would sit there and go, especially in our age now, I'm like, there are letters. There yeah. are lots of letters. And he doesn't because he's funny and they know he's kidding. Just, but there are the, people that try it and they're like, Last week, eh, and Megan, Megan was there for this. It's funny, speaking of your, your wife, Megan, we were having this conversation. There's still? A, yeah. They're oh. still married. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. yeah, well, I'm still here, so. There's a line in the show <laughs> where... <laughs> Her, no, you'd still be here. It would just be super awkward because I would still invite her to come watch you do the shows. No, I mean in America. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> you didn't get that. Come on, that was brilliant. I, was I so thought you. I thought like, are, at what point are you good? No matter what happens. Uh, I think technically <laughs> five I think years. Technically speaking, I'm good now. Yeah, so you can kill her. But you've got to, you got to, you got to sell it. It would have been right. great <laughs> in six hours. Like he's timing it. Well. <laughs> Uh, who knows? No, now <laughs> with, with Trump in charge, you could be gone. Even oh though God. you're married, you don't know. As long as he has a sharpie, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see oh someone drew? So someone was a a map of America, and someone took a sharpie and extended America around Greenland. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad someone did that because I thought we were doing that. Oh, it's fucking funny. Um, but uh, Megan and I were talking about it because her character in the show is this lovable goofball. Mm-hmm. She's the underdog that kind of gets shit on. Not kind of. She gets shit on throughout the show. Right. And um, there's a line in the show where she says, what do these girls have that I don't? And from the back of the house, the two other guys go, talent. And she goes, shut up. And the audience laughs. And they go, a boyfriend. And she goes, shut up. And the audience laughs. Um, And we were having this conversation of if you don't react like that, like if you don't tell us to shut up or you know basically fuck off, we are monsters for yes. saying mm-hmm. these things. To yes, you. and a great example is our our other Gertie, who's another just hysterically funny girl. Um, the other night, the night after Megan and I were having this conversation, mm-hmm. she didn't react. Oh, when we said and it, the audience went. Whoa. Yep, the audience shut down. Yep, yeah, and, and it's one of those things where it's the Three Stooges. If if you poke Curly in the eye and he goes, Jesus Christ. My eyes! Yeah, you're done. I can't see! Yeah. It's a completely <laughs> different reaction. <laughs> Although that would be kind of... It would be awesome. <laughs> I, teach, I teach stand-up comedy at SAC Comedy Lab. Um, <laughs> I teach stand-up it's, it's, comedy. It's and definitely one of the in the top five of the five I stand-up so classes that are <laughs> there happening are only in two. There are right only now. two in Orlando. Shut it's up. still in the top five. <laughs> I'm top one. Um, but I tell them, I, one of my favorite things that I, I play the first day I go, it's tough to be a comic right now because everyone's offensive, uh, offended and everyone says you can't make this funny. And I go, you can make any subject funny if you do it right. Dana Gould, love Dana Gould, who took a break from stand-up comedy to write for this shitty-ass show called The Simpsons. Right. So he'd been doing that for a while and he came back. He opened up his special. Was that about OJ? No. Okay. But he opens up his special, he comes out and he talks about like the JFK assassination. And he's like... He goes, I was born nine months and two weeks after JFK was assassinated, which tells you everything you need to know about how my father processes grief, <laughs> which is brilliant. And he goes, now when I watch the footage, I know if he doesn't get shot, I wouldn't be here. So I'm like, <laughs> hurry up and shoot. He's passing the overpass. And, he, and then he goes, I know a lot of you guys are going, that's not funny. You can't make fun of You can make fun of anything as long as you do it right. And just to kick the show off right, let's do an, uh, a rape joke an AIDS joke, and a joke about 9-11. So he starts his special with those three topics that right. are huge. Yeah. But he does it in a way that doesn't make fun of victims, mm-hmm. 
it, it kind of puts it around the subject. So he really does do it about the topic, right. but it's not about victim shaming. It's not about this type of stuff. He, it's great. His rape joke is, you know, any whistle can be a rape whistle, <laughs> except maybe a slide whistle. <laughs> He's like, ah, beep. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant because it's not about rape. It's not about the action right. of rape. It's not about the victim. It's about the the absurdity of the rape whistle and being a slide yeah. whistle. And I went, yeah, any topic can be made fun of if you do it right. Right. And just like that, the misogynist stuff is if you make that reaction, it's fine. When we did uh, duty humor, the the oh. first show uh, was all about corporate profit off of tragedy. And so good. the whole the whole show, there are these really offensive commercials for this this company that is <laughs> advertising in our show. Uh, but the the bit is, Florida public schools. We don't know that the we don't know what the Holocaust is. And so you something know, called the Holocaust. What does Hitler have to do with Star Trek? <laughs> um, but. But like, yeah, this company, oh, they opened a Titanic-themed water park and a Vietnamese children's pizzeria called Charlie Cheese and, and all of these things. And we react dumbly to them yeah. because if, we're, if we are oblivious to it, it makes our impact later on in the show, which we talk about, like the, there was this whole um, corporate profit off of, of tragedy. That's yeah. the basis of the show. And it started because I saw... A, a church um, like f- fall festival yeah and they had a titanic slide slide uh, like uh, an inflatable, inflatable slide a titanic uh, and, and with the with the things that you could bounce off of ding ding yeah. and I remember I was driving with my ex and I was like fuck that is like these kids are just sliding down the deck of the titanic you can say his name Jason Murphy <laughs> and um and then I was like can you imagine if in like 70 years there's Twin tower slide with kids just sliding down it. Yeah, that's no the shit. equivalent of what it what that's, it was. It, the equivalent of it. And so we did our first run of duty humor, like our test show at Sleuths. And someone in the audience was like, "It was a great show. We got it. What you were saying, like we got the message. Uh, it it was a little overhanded at the end." And I was like, "Okay, we did that what? because we weren't sure." Mm-hmm. If people were get that we were trying to do satire and not just make fun of a tragedy, so we we pulled back on it. Reviews were great. Everyone yep. everyone got that it was satire. People liked the show. And one night, <laughs> Jay, this guy who was in the cast, was like, <laughs> the audience was hot. They were they were laughing yes. at everything. They got the message, and then he threw in the line. But I made a killing off those nine eleven t shirts. <laughs> and it, and, it, <laughs> and nothing because <laughs> the, our tech. He had said his cue for our tech, to, like we, we did what we do at Mama's, the what we learned tonight. Uh, so there's this sad music or this, this meaningful music as he's, we're all saying what we learned. He gave his cue so the tech stopped oh the music. Oh my God. So and it dead just, silence of him going, silence. but I made a killing off those 9-11 t-shirts. Okay. And, and you, just... you see instant regret on his face. There's a video of it. You see his face That's go, the video of, of oh, yes, the DVD. It's so good. All right. Well, we're we're at one minute until our doors. Okay. Uh, so we should probably go. We we need to say what we learned tonight. Okay. Jason, what did you learn tonight? Uh, what did I learn tonight? I I mean, I every every week I learned that I learned nothing. Um, but <laughs> I I learned that uh, that Cody is a tidy asshole. Where the fuck yeah. is he? Yeah, he yeah. does have a tidy asshole. T- yes, he does have a tidy asshole. It's very clean. You could eat off of it. 
out of it. And also that <laughs> out of it, that Todd has it. been to a shitty titty bar. But won't <laughs> say whether it's a bar that's shitty or the tit- titties were shitty. I'll tell that story next week. Nice, uh, Ali. What did you learn tonight? I learned that Megan doesn't know this, but Jason would not be here right now <laughs> if his fucking visa would just get through it. He's back. Yeah, they would not be married right now. I'll find some. I'll hook you up with someone. Uh, and I learned something tonight too. I learned that for most of my life, yeah, I've been playing a character, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're Mama's Comedy Show. We're here every Friday night at 10 p.m. Call 407 363 1985 to make a reservation. You can find me, Todd, on Twitter. Uh, I just posted my first tweet in like six months. Have you played Overwatch? I saw it. Have you played Overwatch since they've changed the... Not recently, no. Oh, it fucking sucks. I saw your tweet and I went, oh shit. He must be pissed because you tweeted it. Nerds. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Never so, say that with my with your cock in my hand. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they changed the matchmaking system, so you have to select what class you're going to play, and then you have to wait for an opening in that class. Oh, F that right in the A. I, it was literally, I don't know how much time was on that picture that I tweeted. It was like 26 minutes or something. I ended up not playing. Oh, oh, that's this another. Is, oh. This is this is this is the stuff that the Mama's Comedy Show uh, <laughs> audience listening. By for. the way, <laughs> if you want to play with me, uh, I, I ended up playing Halo. If you want to play with me uh, and, and Apex Legends, if you want to play on Xbox Live, Duty Poo Poo D O O D I E P O O P O O at Totters is my Twitter and my Insta. Jason, where are you? Uh, I am on my website, JasonBlackwater.co.uk, because I'm <laughs> fucking foreigners. <laughs> Come uh, over here, take our damn jobs. <laughs> but not our websites. Uh, <laughs> and Instagram uh, at jblackwater. J is in the letter, black is in the color, and water is in the liquid. Racist. <laughs> Ali, can, where are you? Uh, you can find me uh, Instagram at uh, comedic actor, uh, comedic actor Ali at Twitter. It's a parody sign. Yes, it is. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> 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 actor Dad on Facebook. Um, my podcast, Two Fat Dads, that's T O O. Fat Dad's uh, podcast on Instagram. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At Two Fat Dad's pod on Twitter and aaliflores.com on the website thingy. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.